The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Yes! Upset in Champagne. The Illini win it. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Picked off by Daley Harding. He's running go, the other way. 25, 20, 10, there it five, is. Six, six, touchdown! Today, the Illini are back on home turf to joust with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Fake to Corbin. Peters looks to throw to the end zone. Bebe with a diving catch. Does he have it? He does! Touchdown! Now, from Grange Grove, outside Historic Memorial Stadium, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Well, it hasn't happened since 2007, but it could happen today. Three Big Ten wins in a row in one season. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. We are live from Grange Grove, a mostly sunny day, a little bit chilly, windy, but the sun is out and pretty pretty pleasant for the first weekend in November. And the Illini feeling good. They're now 4-4 four and four with consecutive wins, of course, over Wisconsin. The historic win there and beating Purdue on the road last week. The Illini now also 2-3 and three in conference play. Rutgers is the opponent, and their struggles are well known. They've already fired their coach this season. They're winless in the Big Ten, just 2-6 and six overall, but they are coming off a defeat of Liberty from last week. We start with the opening drive. It's brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Michael Martin has joined me out here. He'll be on the sidelines as well. And a little bit better weather for you than last week. Certainly a lot drier, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, there probably won't be a moat around the field either after all the rain that was over there in West Lafayette. But I'm guessing that no matter the weather, you enjoyed that there was a win last week. I will stand through any type of weather as long as we get a win. Well, what can you say if Illinois can win today? It would give Lovey Smith the most wins he's had as Illinois' coach. It's it, That's big. I mean, when you talk about trying to build a program and show progress, that is how you show progress is wins, wins in a row, wins after big wins, uh, handling things with professionalism like they did last week and continuing to be able to sustain that type of success. And it's a different kind of test for Illinois today when they have gone from two weeks ago being massive underdogs to slight underdogs to now being a heavy favorite. How you handle this? Uh, you you got to handle it the same way you did. you got to go to work. That team is coming to beat you, regardless of if they're number six in the country in Wisconsin or uh, not number six in the country like Rutgers. It's you got to be consistent with the type of effort that you put in. Illinois, two wins away from bowl eligibility. Today gets you at five with the win, and then a bowl eligibility is very much real. Is that something that's on a player's mind? Uh, five and four is what the, is on their mind. Being 1-0 by the end of the weekend is uh, on their mind. If a bowl game happens uh, in the next few weeks following, 
That's just gravy. Michael Martin, we'll talk to you a little bit with our Keys to the Game segment. Thanks for stopping by. No problem. And that is the opening drive. We are underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. You can see the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois retirement specialist. Still to come, we'll hear from the coaches in the coaches' corner. Also, we'll talk with former Illini safety Mark Jackson is here. That's some of what's to come leading up to kickoff at 2.30 between the Illini and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. And we're back in Grange Grove. It's Illinois and Rutgers today. Let's hear what the coaches are saying in the coach's corner. It's brought to you by Clark Lindsey, Kramer's Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. Illinois has been all over the spectrum coming into three straight games. Two weeks ago, a large underdog in the upset win over Wisconsin. Last week, slight underdogs on the road against Purdue. And this week, they're big favorites against the Scarlet Knights. You can bet Lovey Smith is not wanting a change in mindset. None of that should affect how we get up, though. We, we went back to work. We celebrated a victory, enjoyed it, and then it was on to Rutgers. Uh, we respect them. They played good football. Their best football they played last week. We've been favorites against them in the past, and, and they beat us a couple years here. So we're, we're playing a Big Ten football team. Is definitely capable of beating us. And again, we need to play our best ball like we needed to last week. And Lovey Smith dives a little deeper on Rutgers after the Scarlet Knights beat Liberty last week. They had a coaching change and some different things have happened. But, you know, defensively, I haven't changed schemes. Same athletes are there. And offensively, uh, there has been a change, and especially of late, you know, when you have a head coach who had the quarterback in high school. They have a history together. And when you have a quarterback, I think he rushed, he ran the ball over 20 times this past week. A quarterback ran the ball a lot more this past week in the offense that they had, and they put up the most points they have all year. So we assume we're going to see more of that. But uh, just like we're talking about, you have to grow, and each week you find out a little bit more about yourself. One of the best offensive linemen, offensive tackles we'll play against, uh, we'll play against this week with them. So good talent we'll need well you know need to play better ball and then we play some of the time this past game offensive coordinator rod smith will not take rutgers lightly either from where we're being and where we're going we don't overlook anybody that won't be the case i promise you in that building every every game is a is a is a complete challenge to us so the standard's not going to change in terms of that but at the same time you know this is the unit that you know, for whatever reason, they haven't won as many games, and I know they got some turmoil with the head coach change. But you look at them physically. There's, I remember when we played them up there last year. They are as good as looking team as anybody we played in the Big Ten last year. And I was shocked how their record was at the time. So, same thing. It's a lot of those kids back. They're extremely athletic. They'll do tons of things on defense. They're gonna present a challenge to us. We got to make sure we go out and execute. Illinois three and two against Rutgers all time. Lovey Smith two and one, and that's our coach's corner. In a moment, we have the first word with Brian Barnhart, Lauren Tate. We'll talk with former Illini safety Mark Jackson. Keys to the game as well. Coming up, stay with us. Fighting Illini game day. It's Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues 
on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Welcome back. We are in Grange Grove getting ready for the Illinois Rutgers Scarlet Knights matchup. We go to the first word. It's brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini here. Lauren Tate, News Gazette columnist as well. And uh, gentlemen, this is a game that, well, first of all, we're talking about relevant football here in November. You like the weather I ordered, too? Pretty nice, <laughs> It's a bit huh? better than last week. Better than last week and better than a couple of days ago when it was snowing here. So this is good. <laughs> Lauren Tate, it's been a while for, for Illinois to be in this kind of position at 4-4. Four and four. Well, it is a great position to be in. It's nice to be a three-touchdown favorite, and we're playing a team that is vulnerable, no question about it. They really just, I mean, two touchdowns for Rutgers in their five Big Ten games. It's, yeah, 14 points, and they've given up over 200. It's a down year, but I was talking with somebody ahead of time. You have to play with an edge today. Well, you do, and uh, turnovers are always a key, or takeaways, as Coach Smith likes to call them. And certainly you would hope that Illinois would be able to run the ball against this Rutgers defense. Teams have been able to, to move it uh, on them this year. But, you know, they they played better last week. They come in with a little confidence. They beat a team, uh, you know, a step down in competition, certainly with Liberty. But, I mean, they've changed coaches. Their quarterback is a guy that played for this interim coach, was the player of the year in New Jersey. So he can run the ball. They may run a lot with a quarterback today. So there's some tricky things there. And I was talking with uh, Martin O'Donnell earlier, you know, when we were talking before the Wisconsin game, was there a path to a win? Well, there turned out to be one. With this game, you've got to be careful. Is there a path to a loss? Yep. And I would think turnovers would be a big factor in that, let Rutgers hang around and make, let them think they could win. It's pretty hard to go the whole season and uh, be 19 turnovers ahead right now. That's where Illinois is. Mm -hmm. To maintain that, I'm just saying, some you know, a game comes along every now and then where you just can't control the football like you want to. And Please. they've been pretty fortunate that way so far. Pleased to have with us here at the table a special guest, Mark Jackson, former safety for Illinois, and uh, an Illinois name. Your brother played here as well, and your father was a coach. And uh, I guess I understand there's still a family connection with the current Illini as well. Good to see you. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's great to be back in Champaign here uh, for game day. Uh, there is uh, uh, Nate Hobbs, uh, starting cornerback. He is a family member, cousin of mine. Uh, from the Louisville area. He's having a great year. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, the entire defense uh, really focused on takeaways, getting the ball, and it's uh, exciting to see. How much did you follow in the team? I mean, obviously Nate's there, but are you kind of a watch every minute, every snap kind of guy with all your – you're working in the Madison Square Garden, right? I am, I am. And so Saturdays are, are special to me, be, and, and because it's, obviously there's not a lot of uh, Illini people ar uh, around that in that uh, in the New York area, I make a point every time the game is on, like I'm not doing anything. I'm watching the game regardless of where it's on or what time it's played. I'm always watching the game. Illinois got some hitters in that secondary, don't they? Yes, they Andy do. Green, Hobbs, and, and, they, and Adams is having a great year. Absolutely. What I really love about Adams is that he's versatile, right? He's aggressive. Yep. He's versatile. He can play safety. He can play corner. Uh, Green is, is very instinctual. Uh, like, he knows. Like, you can always see he's aggressive to the ball, and you really like to see that. And I think that all of them have done that, and they've taken on that, that mantra and that attitude, which is why you see a lot of turnovers. That's why you see a lot of balls in the air. That's been the key so far, hasn't yeah, it? It really has. And as a guy that played defense, what are you seeing from uh, X and O, where they've gotten better in recent weeks? Uh, is it uh, X and O types, mechanical, just speed? What, what's going on there? What I've seen is I really like how they, they, they 
you don't see a lot of missed assignments, mm-hmm. right? That's what that was one thing that you saw uh, in the previous years where you would see guys running down the field, uh, busted coverages, things of that nature, and you don't really see that anymore this year. Mm-hmm. They've really honed in on alignment, on assignment, and they're really executing. And when you do that, we've shown that it doesn't matter who we line up against, we can play with anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and in these days when you almost have to start changing the tackling style from what you're doing it's more with the shoulder than with the head and obviously for good reasons but it can be successful still in this scheme that was developed in that era right absolutely and one i'm thankful that i wasn't playing in this area because <laughs> i would have got a lot of penalties but uh, the guys here that they've they've really understood the rule changes and they've aligned and adapted to the rule change and that's a lot about what you have to do when you play football right and particularly on defense you have to adapt you go in with a game plan and regardless how it, how it starts out you have to make adjustments even if it's uh just from how the refs are calling it, uh, the game or what happens throughout the game you have to make adjustments you have to be agile with that and the team is really adjusted to it. Mm-hmm. Mark Jackson, former Illini safety, in from the greatest arena in the world, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Nothing like it. Well, appreciate you stopping by and uh, enjoy the game. I will. I will. We're going to get a yep. W today. All, All right. right. Thanks, that, Mark. All right. That is the first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Michael Martin is back with us in a moment as we'll look at our keys to the game. Martin O'Donnell as well. Stay with us. We're back at Grange Grove, Illinois, and Rutgers today as the Illini look to move over 500, sitting at 4-4. Four and four. Time for our Keys to the Game segment. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Michael Martin back. Martin O'Donnell is here as well. And uh, Martin, relevant football here in November is a welcome thing for Illinois. Let me ask you this. People wondered about Wisconsin when they lost to Illinois. Did, were they overlooking Illinois and thinking too far to Ohio State? Is it a real thing to overlook your opponent? Is that a real temptation? Because every time you ask a coach about it, they say, oh, no, we're focused, we're locked in. Yeah, no, I think it certainly, I mean, players are humans, right? I mean, yeah. that, that's part of it. I think, you know, obviously sometimes you take things for granted. And, you know, Wisconsin's beaten Illinois pretty good the past couple of years. So I, I think it's a common thing that you can have that, especially if you have a big game the week after. But, uh, you know, I was impressed last week with the Illini that they, you know, were able to kind of recover from that emotional high that they had against Wisconsin and really played a great game against Purdue. So it looks like it's a it's a professional approach you have to have here today. Uh, Rutgers, you know, and Brian alluded to this in our last segment, you they are a football team. You, you could lose to them. You know, you don't just show up in this type of thing. So what have you seen out of Rutgers? What do the Illini have to be careful for? Yeah, no, I think obviously Rutgers is a Big Ten football team. Last time they came to Champaign, they won. So I think it's uh, – and Illinois this year has, you know, maybe overlooked some teams. You know, slow start against UConn, losing to Eastern Michigan at home. Uh, you know, I think when you watch Rutgers, you see that they definitely have some playmakers. Pacheco, the running back, is really good. The quarterback's going to run quite a bit. They have some good guys on defense. It's just the depth isn't there right now, and I think that that's really when they sub out and put their second defensive line in. It's a different thing. But this is a Big Ten football team, and Illinois is in no position to look over anybody. I think it's really important for them to start hot today. Michael, what do you see as a key? I would say that uh, just the turnover margin. I mean, Rutgers is one of the bottom teams in the country in terms of the turnover margin. I think I saw their 125th out of 130-some teams, whereas Illinois is in the top 10 um, in uh, turnover margin. So if Illinois can exploit... Um, their tendency to get turnovers and for Rutgers' tendency to give up turnovers, um, it won't 
be a good game um, for a Rutgers fan. What do you make of the windy conditions? Uh, it's it'll be interesting to see how it affects the game. Uh, punting is going to be punting and kicking is definitely going to be impacted, but um, on a broader scale, um, some deeper passes downfield may start fluttering um, or overshoot depending on where the wind's going. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, everyone handles this today. One note, Ola Wole Batiku and Ricky Smalling, Delano Ware, are among those that are not going to play today. So that is of note. All right, gentlemen, enjoy the game. We'll hear you in just a bit. Thank you. That's Thank our you. keys to the game. I want to bring our attention now to Jamal Milan, who's been a huge force on the interior of the Illini's defense. And he's been a big reason the Illini defense has improved. Last week, four tackles for a loss, a sack in the win against Purdue. I caught up with the fifth-year senior from Chicago with the self-described goofy personality. Seems like the defensive line may have had their two best games the last two weeks. What's clicking? Um, I feel like it's just our mindset. We um, really want to go out there and be able to control the man in front of us and things like that. We're um, playing with our um, hair on fire and things like that, and I'm just happy for it. Can you take me a little bit through how things progress during a game? You're lining up more or less against the same guys for three hours. How did things go from the first snaps into the fourth quarter when you're trying to figure out how to keep getting past them? I don't know. I feel like it was just the feel of the game. When um, you, you start humming, things start going your way, and I see a couple different things, and, and um, I'm happy I took those chances and was able to make those type of plays. You're getting ready during the week. You're studying film, obviously, see what an offensive line brings. What's the adjustment you make from what you've seen on film to what you're experiencing on the field? Obviously, on film, when uh, you try to watch film, you uh, look for tendencies for on uh, D-line. You want to look and see if the offensive lineman is looking the other way or like if he's looking right at you and things like that. So like when it comes to the game field, I um, try to pay attention to those um, details and things like that. But if I don't get it, then um, really I just do what Coach Clark tells me. I just read the tip of the shoulder pad and I just go. Talking with Jamal Milan, uh, are you a talker out there? Yeah, I am. I, uh, I say a few things. I probably make a couple of noises and things like that. Um, um, I do it because I feel like it helps everyone around me get hype and uh, things like that. But I feel like I've always been that type of guy to be a talker and things like that. Are there a lot of offensive linemen that talk back? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's the Big Ten. You usually won't go against nobody that won't say nothing back to you and things like that. When you get in those type of fights, it's more about being able to talk but also play at that same level and things like that. So, um, really, I enjoy the competition. And things like that. So, yeah, I mean, the uh, other side of the ball, yes, yes, they talk a lot too. How are you feeling these days, knees, all that? Oh, I feel good. Like I always say, I love my trainers, and they always looking out for me, and they always want the best for me and things like that. They um, have me in there about 24 hours and things like that. Not 24, but, like, every chance I get, I always go in there. And I'm just happy with them. And um, my knees and my body is just perfectly fine. You seem like a happy-go-lucky guy. How do your teammates describe you? How would they describe you? Uh, I mean, they'll call me goofy, funny. So, um, sometimes I don't know what I want to say, and I just say it, and it sounds <laughs> awkward and things like that. But uh, I feel like you'll probably get a goofy sense out of me and things like that because usually I'm just big, and I'm laughing, and I'm always joking and stuff like that. So I'll say goofy. Is that the same on the field, or are you all business? Once I get to the sideline, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I giggle a little bit. But, like, <laughs> when I'm on the field, it's all seriousness and uh, things like that because, I don't know, I feel like when I get between the lines, I'm a lot different than I am outside of the game and things like that. 
possibility here for three Big Ten wins in a row? Hasn't happened in one season in a long time. What would that mean for you and, and for this program? Um, I mean, it'll mean a lot for us. Uh, for me personally, uh, I'd be happy to be a part of the team that did that and um, for, you know, for this program. For the fans, it'd be great for them. And for Coach Smith and the staff, uh, it'll be great for everyone. And I just hope that we can make that happen. And I know we will, but it's just going to take a lot of preparation. And we're just going to have to go out every day during practice and, and, and just give it all. That's Illini defensive lineman Jamal Milan. When we return, it's this day in Illini football history. Plenty more as well as we make our way towards kickoff between Illinois and Rutgers here from Grange Grove outside Memorial Stadium. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. Welcome back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Time now where we look back before we look forward again to today's game. It's this day in Illini football history brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. It's November 2nd on this day in 1991. The Illini defense stifled Wisconsin to win 22-6. The Badger offense mustered just five yards rushing and 124 yards of offense total. More recently, on this day in 2013, quarterback Nathan Shieldhouse passed for 321 yards against Penn State. The Illini lost the game in overtime, but was the first of two straight 300-yard passing games for Shieldhouse. He ended up with the fourth most passing yards in a single season that year. It's the birthday of former Illini Jason Davis and current Illini wide receiver Ricky Smalling. Smalling didn't play last week, but has over 1,000 receiving yards in his Illini career and eight touchdowns, including one this year. It's also the birthday today of Adam Linger, who was a center for coaches Gary Moeller and Mike White from 1979 to 1982. Linger eventually became a long snapper in the NFL, enjoying a long career with Kansas City and Buffalo. He was there when Scott Norwood infamously missed a Super Bowl-winning kick in 1991 that would have put Buffalo over New York. Finally, in a period when Illinois football was the hottest ticket in town, a huge crowd was on hand at Memorial Stadium on this day in 1985 to see Illinois and Michigan play to a 3-3 tie. Chris White's potential game-winning field goal was partially tipped and hit the crossbar. 76,397 people were there the third largest crowd in stadium history ever. That's this day in Illini football history. Thanks to Mike Pearson for his research. And we have more to come as we turn our attention back to today's game between the Illini and Rutgers as the Illini look to make it three in a row. Steve Kelly is standing by along with Brian Barnhart and Martin O'Donnell and Michael Martin taking you up till kickoff at 2.30. I'm Scott Beatty. I'm back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show along with Michael Martin. We'll take your calls and texts about what you saw and heard right here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. News Gazette Media Stations.